a ninja. <laughs> I could. I could be a ninja. That'd be fun. You should be a ninja. <laughs> what do ninjas do? Are ninjas real? <laughs> the next don't slide. I don't know. Let's them. dig into it. Don't people hire ninjas to like to like, get like their hit like list? do ninja things? <laughs> To, like, get their hit list. I don't know. I don't know if ninjas are real. Like, I'm thinking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and those are absolutely not real. <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, ninjas, like, dressed in all black. Oh. Like, is that a real Like, thing? karate chopping and stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. What would you do as a Let's ninja? not Google it. Let's not even. <laughs> I just I imagine know. you becoming a ninja. I just, I'm thinking of, like, the ninja course. Like, you know, training. Like, you know. <laughs> Crystal the ninja. Well, you just caught your phone from us falling. I think you. you, you I have ninja like re- reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> Kitchen. I'm telling you, I have another business, Crystal's Kitchen. Crystal's Kitchen. I have all kinds. I know. I've had all kinds of ideas over the years. That's been one of them. And you're a really good cook, so you could have your own restaurant. One of. Oh, thank you. That's nice. One of the um, ideas I had was I was into making protein balls for all. Everybody likes my protein balls. Mm -hmm. So somebody said I should have a business called Crystal Ball. Interesting. (laughs) Oh wait, Crystal. Why did I just get it? Well, last week we mm-hmm. said we are going to report back. Oh, about your about stolen shirt. My stolen shirt. Now, so <laughs> what do we have to report? Well, just in case somebody did not listen to last week, you did not steal this shirt. In no. fact, they forgot to take the security tag off of your shirt. Yes. But instead of taking it back, you've been wearing it for over a month. Singing in front of the church, worshiping, Everything. hugging people. Multiple people have told me or asked me, hey, you still have your security tag on. And so I finally said, we got to take care of this. Yeah. So with a little help from YouTube. And a fork. Two forks. Two forks. We got it off. Yes. No damage. No damage to the sweater shirt thing. But the button did go flying. <laughs> it could have hurt somebody. It could have. The pokey thing. It really cut off. Jeez. We were very fortunate. Um, I keep going to like grab to wear it, and then like subconsciously I'm like the buttons on it, like I shouldn't, and then I'm like, wait, Crystal got it off, and then I got all happy. <laughs> I should have worn it today. You should have just for the sake of it. Just for the podcast. Mm-hmm. For the podcast. I love it. So we dug in on this heavy, um, controversial topic of submission mm. last week, um, and landed a lot of good places, but ultimately. We decided we should talk about it one more week because there's still a lie that lingers, even when you understand biblical submission. This lie lingers of like, as a woman, why should I submit to my husband when we're created equal? Mm. Yep. And so we're going to go a little bit deeper, right? So I don't need to submit because God created me equally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a lie. That is a lie. That is not in the Bible. But you are created equally. You are created equally. But there is a lie in there. Yep. That we so aren't gonna, called to submit. Yes, we're gonna unpack it. Take it away, Calgon. Sounds like Calgon. <laughs> oh, you're only that? you're young. You're too young. So <laughs> there was this box of bubble bath when I was growing up that my mom used to use. Okay. And many people of her um, 
seasoning. Yes. Would have used it. Seasoning. <laughs> and like we use Epsom salt today. Uh huh. But it was it was a bath powder. Oh. Calgon, take me away. All right, so starting off, yep. let's read Ephesians 5, starting in verse 21. Got it. It says, submit to one another mm-hmm. out of reverence for Christ. Mm-hmm. For wives, this means submitting to your husbands as to the Lord. Mm-hmm. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or a wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. What's happening there is he's designing order in the house. Mm. So everybody knows that if you walk into a situation where there's no order, there's chaos. Mm -hmm. And God is not a chaotic God. So because there is the Trinity... God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, yeah. we get to see a real view of where submission comes from. So if we could erase every worldly cultural view of submission and mm-hmm. just look at the Trinity, you right there, we literally could end the podcast because yeah. the reality is, is submission doesn't say that the man is superior over the no. woman. It says that Christ is equal status to the Father. Mm. So, and where do we get that? Um, where we get that is it's, it's expanded in 1 Corinthians. Mm. Um, it's in chapter 11, somewhere between 12 and 14, but we can look it up. Okay. And then it's in 1 Timothy 2. And, and scripture shows us there that Christ is in equal status to the Father. But he still willingly submits himself to the Father's will. Mm-hmm. Father, your will be done, not mine. Yeah. So we we are given a, this in Ephesians this picture of order in a house and the way a marriage should be that the husband that God made the husband the head and so the woman gets to submit. So there's order in the house. Mm-hmm. But that submission is the same submission that Jesus gave to his Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. So. When we take cultural lenses and worldly lenses off, it's not a bad word. It's not, I'm less than. It's, God loves me so much. He created me for a purpose. And there is order in marriage. And there's a design for marriage. So in the same way, women are equal in value to men. And they're worth to men. Because we were were both created in God's image. We were Mm -hmm. both... We were both created to glorify him. But based on God's design, men and women assume different roles in a marriage relationship. Mm. And it is by God's design that we do that. So here's what I love about the book of Ephesians. It's giving us this picture of the church. Yeah. It's giving us this picture of the church. And then it's showing us the mirror image of marriage to the church Mm. and what it's supposed to look like 
And Paul's trying to, to give us some clarification that, that the church is Christ's entire body. Mm. So Matt and I together are whole. As mm. Christ is the head of the church and the husband is the head of the wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, that takes so much ugh, out of it mm-hmm. when you see that that especially, way. Yeah, especially when you take the cultural meaning of submission out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is something that Satan has definitely used as um, a way to lie to us, another mm-hmm. lie of putting bad context or bad, like, bad meaning around submission or even like we talked about last week being a helper mm-hmm. but when we look at like god is our helper it's stated that 16 times in the old testament like it puts a whole new meaning around it and we're able to see god's design and love through that rather than right. what our culture has put around those words you know what that is another really good point we we're reading this and we're taking this word submission but Paul further teaches later in that passage, husbands love your wives. Yeah. It doesn't say husbands dominate your wives. No. Husbands rule your wives. Husbands, you know, control your wives. Absolutely husbands not. love your wives. Yeah. So when he's calling a wife to submit, he's calling her to submit to a loving husband. Yes. Like the church submits to a loving father. Like the son submitted to a loving father. Mm. It's a whole different illustration because you're now reading the, the the scripture for what it actually says instead of the what the culture what the world what says. satan's been putting yes yeah. yeah and then also like just to point out that ephesians 5 verse starting in verse 21 it says submit to one another out of reverence and then it goes on to explain for wives this means this and for husbands it means this mm-hmm. so submitting to each other's roles and understanding that um that God's design for those roles is different because mm-hmm. we're created different. Mm-hmm. But you're still recognizing that God created that person to do something different than how you were created mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. And both are different strengths. There's so much here that I wish we could just talk and talk and talk. Like that, a loving husband is sanctifying his wife. Um, so submission is just an overflow of my heart mm. that's right with God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I am, if I am um, bucking the system when it comes to uh, submission, then I'm probably not healthy mm. uh, spiritually. Now, this is different. We said this last week, but it's different. We're not talking about if you are being abused or oh controlled. We're not talking about that at all. We're talking about um, men and women in general in the confines of marriage and what God originally designed created. it and created its yes. purpose yes the submission that he created for each role to give to each other was recognizing the roles that god has given each gender so like we talked we just talked about this but yeah mm-hmm. it's the recon- recognition of like matt is meant to do something that you weren't and yeah. you're meant to do something that matt wasn't doesn't yeah. mean one's better than the other but you're submitting to his role and he's submitting Me to too. your role yeah. and he's not trying to take over your role you're not trying to take over his role. absolutely and it's not saying that one is better than the other but god created you both differently and given you both different strengths to be able to do those things yeah it's actually saying the opposite they're they're both of equal value yes we've been created in 
equally in that sense. You see it in Genesis when God creates everything and then he's finished and he looks back at it and he's like, this is all good. Mm -hmm. Like, creates the man, creates the woman, Mm -hmm. the marriage is there, all this stuff, and then he he steps back and says, it's good. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It it definitely needs to go back to Genesis Mm -hmm. when we look at this this topic and we look at God's design because yeah you don't have to look far to see it's gotten away from from good but God still originally created it for good yes. and it was good yes you get some other good things there add your quotes some of your okay so I was listening to some sermons from mm-hmm. Grace Church which is the church we go to and one of the pastors there his name is Dan Gregory he said God made men and women different in order to be unique complements of each other mm-hmm. and I like how you use the word compliment because you are, you're seeing that like, some this person has something that I don't, mm-hmm. and if we partner together, they are able to fill that, and then I have things that they don't, and we're able to complete each other and complement each other's gifts. Mm-hmm. Not that you're incomplete without getting married. Like <clears throat> I'm not married right now, and I feel like I'm doing pretty great. Yeah. Like I don't need somebody to complete me, but in a marriage. The marriage is complete when there are two roles. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one, so again, Grace Church Sermons, here's a quote. It says, Why do we grasp for everything in our culture to be the same when the beauty of God's design is purposefully different? God created things to be different. You look at, let's take animals for example. You look at an elephant versus a cat mm-hmm. or whatever you want to compare completely different couldn't be any more different Mm -hmm. but God created them all called it good and it's still his creation right it doesn't lack value like it's still his creation but it's different so God created things to be different the quote at the end it says when the beauty of God's creation or God's design is purposely different. Mm. He had purpose behind making things different. Mm -hmm. So you can apply that to the different roles within marriage and see that God purposely created that in order to fulfill the other person's Mm -hmm. like role or the marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe one bad, um, where this can go bad sometimes, misconception is, um, and we talked a little bit about it, but I think we should probably expand a little bit, is submit in all things, in everything, submit. Mm. Um, this, we talked a little bit about that doesn't mean that we submit when it's sinful or harmful or contrary to what God would call us to do. Like, yes. we don't submit in those cases. So that that also gives us a freedom and it and can take a deep breath that like God's never going to ask us to do something that goes against him. Yes. And so if, if that is ha- happening, then that is not biblical submission. Mm. So I think a good question to ask ourselves is, and, and I, I would, I've encouraged everybody. I think the last time we chatted is like, why is it hard for me to submit? Is it, is there, is there something there that I can put my finger on mm-hmm. and give it to the Lord and ask him to help help me see his purpose and wonderful creation for marriage and, and order and submission? Uh-huh. 
Almost dropped my phone. That's, she see that? That was I like did. that was like some like cat like reflexes. That was like ninja moves. <laughs> Do you have anything else to end on this lovely topic that I think? We really, literally could probably do six podcasts on. Oh, for to sure. To do it justice. But this is not a Bible study. No. So. And these are just just our, our what we've studied and our thoughts and the things we prayed about. So. Yeah. It's just where God's landed more. us with things. So. I, I have this written down. Okay. Our submission to each other should be out of a desire to be like Jesus. Mm. A heart of servanthood. Even if I never get married, I am called to submit myself, my desires, the things I want to do, the places I want to go. I'm called to submit all of those things to Jesus. I love that. So submission isn't even just, I know we talked a lot about it in marriage, but that's because what you hear is mm-hmm. mostly when when you hear submission, you mostly hear that word within a marriage context. But I think that's actually kind of sad because our lives are called to be submitted to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Even if you never get married, if you are married, your life Mm -hmm. is still called to be submission to Jesus because your life is no longer your own, as Mm -hmm. Paul says, but it's lived. When you you do, like, give your life to Jesus and submit it to him, your life is now lived in a way or should be lived in a way that's glorifying him and then called to then, like you said, those those three things, which actually this might have been in conversation we were having, but those three things, love Jesus. Oh, yeah. Love God. Yeah. Or and love, love others. Yeah, love yeah, others. Love, and then tell people about him. Yeah. Like, You love God, love others, and you tell others about what he has done in your life. And if I were living in a way that I wanted to live, if I were doing the things I wanted to do all the time that I felt like doing, then I wouldn't be wanting to do those things because people are hard to love. My desires aren't always what Jesus wants for me. Like, I want to do my own thing. But because I submit my life to him and I realize, okay, it's no longer my own. I have to, like, I gave my life to him because of what he's done for me. And so I'm going to live in a way to glorify him. Your desires start to change and you want to submit to him in order to live so that you can glorify him. Yeah. And when you say submitting to others, you are laying your life down, your will down. It's not that you're walking in sin like mm-hmm. we just talked about because if if submitting look like that, then that is not from God. No. But when you submit your life to Christ, then it is going to line up with his word, his truth. You're going to be honoring him, which means, yes, you are loving God and you're loving others and you are submitting your life under his authority. Let this be about you, God, not me. Mm. Use me. Yeah. Use me so others see see you. Well, submission is part of that plan. I would encourage you to look into what submission yeah. means. And look, yeah, look into the Bible. Look into what God says about it. Because even if you aren't married or you are, yeah. looking into what it is. Because if you're a Christ follower, if you call yourself a Christ follower, you should be submitting your life to him. Yep. So understanding what does that look like for It me. is not gender specific. No. We talked about it within marriage, but... Submission is not gender specific. No. We are all called to submit. Submit to Jesus and then submit to each other mm-hmm. within your marriage. So, yeah, good stuff. Start in Ephesians 5 and then yeah. start looking Hey, at and like reach out to somebody. Yeah. Let somebody walk through this with you. Somebody yeah. that loves Jesus, that's that's digging through his word and wanting to know him more. Yeah. Like, what a fun thing to study with somebody. For sure. What a fun thing to talk about. What a what a great thing for your relationships. Mm. What what a fabulous thing for your relationship with Christ and a great thing to help your relationships, your yeah. personal relationships grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um 
before we pray, we are going to talk about, and we have talked about emotions before, um, but we're going to talk about this lie that because I feel it, it is. It's true. I mean, this is true because my feelings say so. Yep. It is true because I feel sad, so I am sad. Or I can't shake the feeling. I can't get rid of it. So, so it's something's true. bad here. This is true. Yeah. And then we start living our life as a response to that feeling. Mm. Ooh. I love that. All right, you always know this because you're a ninja when it comes to knowing the <laughs> prayer. Whose turn? You. Oh. I am 90% sure it's you. Okay. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day, Lord. Thank you for our time together. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for a design in marriage, a design as believers so that our house can be in order, Lord. Um, allow us to be women that submit our lives to you. Um, if we're married, submit our lives to our husband's leadership. If we are single, we submit our lives to your will, your plan. Um, Lord, just continually give us the courage to search for what's true, not just take what we always have known or what we've always thought, but embrace our faith and and just embrace the truth that you've made readily available for us, Lord, so that we can know you better. We love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh.